podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down season two, episode 20 of Hannah Montana. It's called I Will Always Loathe You. And I have a very special guest today. It's a first time guest, and it's a good childhood friend of mine. Uh, her name is Anya Scott. Hi, Anya. Hello, Elise. I'm so happy to be finally joining you. I know. We're, we're both just like, oh my God, finally, finally, you're on this <laughs> show. Because and we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but you and I like actually watched Hannah Montana together Back in like the as day. kids. Yes. <laughs> and you and I lived on opposite ends of the state, but either when we were together, we'd watch it or Back in the day, you'd Skype each other. Skype, hey? <laughs> you wouldn't even you wouldn't even call each other because back then you needed a calling card for a foreign area code. Not oh not foreign, God. but you know other area code. Oh, how technology has it's gone really forward. <laughs> We've come a long way. But you and I would just sit on Skype for hours, just like quoting Hannah Montana and playing Club Penguin, playing and, Neopets, and Neopets. <laughs> Maybe a little RuneScape, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I have so many of my most vivid Hannah Montana memories are from you and I talking about them. I am so honored. (laughs) Particularly like cheese jerky. We would always. Say what? (laughs) We would always do the cheese jerky track. (laughs) (laughs) But this particular episode, I went in and I was like, I don't know if I've seen this one or not I'm kind of I'm kind of in that area now where we are very close to episodes that I have just never seen before (laughs) we're very close to my drop-off point oh okay and so with this one I was like well I don't know if I've seen it I guess I'm just gonna watch it and find out and then from the opening scene I was like no I've seen this one (laughs) oh my god exactly same the the living room hit and I was instantly just taken back to childhood mm-hmm. and seeing that Dolly Parton was a guest star I was like wait a second <laughs> I know this let's go <laughs> I definitely saw the other Dolly, Dolly Parton episode from season one oh, God, much more yes yes and Jake Ryan's in it <gasps> Aunt Dolly you would know that episode oh my God. I, I am certain of it I'm going to start rewatching because of being on this podcast. You should. You, you should do what I like to do for a TV show podcast and uh, watch the episode and then listen to the podcast episode about it and go back and forth. <laughs> Ooh, do my research. I tried yeah. my best. Let's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely remembered this one like from the jump, but I didn't remember all of the like interpersonal details. Like I, I knew that I had seen it, but I didn't remember very much mm-hmm. until it was like happening. And one of my biggest like through lines on this show is I have so many questions about the Stewart family and <laughs> their like family tree. Oh, good. Let's discuss. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I've been very curious about how Aunt Dolly actually factors into it because I was wondering that too. Yeah. And I think we get a, like some answers in this, but honestly, they just gave me more questions after they answered my first questions. <laughs> yes. 
because mama oh my gosh whenever i wrote it down i say mama mama (laughs) has a line where she says i'm blood so right right and she like rubs it in (laughs) right so so that's something i've been curious about and i was curious about that from the jump because we know that robbie ray has at least two brothers because he has uncle earl and oh God, he has awesome. Bobby Ray, who is his, like, identical twin. <laughs> so I was like, is Aunt Dolly literally a sister? Or is she, like, a great aunt? Or is she just, like, a godmother, like, friend of the family? And I think that this did answer that she is just a friend of the family. Yeah. But I only have further questions. <laughs> and we can we can talk about it once we get into the specifics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Looking at this episode, I, I obviously we know who Dolly Parton is, but I didn't know who. Yes, Vicky. I recognized her face, but I didn't know who Vicky Lawrence was. Um, and I'm sorry to everyone. I'm 25. Um, she's the star <laughs> of the Carol Burnett Show, which I've never seen an mm-hmm. episode of, but I saw it was very popular. But she was also a guest judge. Uh, for one episode in the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars in 2012, the year oh God, after that's this right. episode, yeah. which I never yeah. watched the first season of All Stars, but I just love that. Well, so she, I think she had only been on one episode of Hannah Montana prior to this, but she she was in the episode where Miley meets the Queen as Hannah Montana. Oh my God! Um, in season one. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and like, the whole thing was that Mama liked Jackson more than Miley or whatever. And it was really that she was just trying to give him an equal amount of attention. Oh, my gosh. That brings me back. Yeah. <laughs> but, it doesn't really uh, show that much in this episode. There's not a lot of Jackson interactions. Yeah, I had some There's questions about Jackson in this one. But... Yeah, so Vicky Lawrence, you you mentioned that she was on All Stars, the episode of All Stars that she was on, and that was like, it's well regarded that All Stars one is like the worst season of Drag Race. But, yeah, that's why uh, I've never watched it. Sorry, and having seen <laughs> all of them, it is it is pretty bad. But um, but she is specifically on that one because they're doing like a laugh in parody that that kind of took the place of Snatch Game that season, where people are doing celebrity impersonation. Oh, they didn't even do Snatch Game. I know, but so Vicky Lawrence was there and she was playing her character Mama from her show Mama's Home. I like Mama's House. In her wiki. (laughs) Yeah, so she was playing that character when she was on Drag Race until she was judging and then I think she was playing herself. Oh, okay. But yeah, the Mama character. I do think is very similar to Mama, even though I haven't <laughs> seen Mama's Home. I just, from what I've gleaned, they're very similar. Southern, Karen-esque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, uh, like, snappy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that. I have some opinions. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the episode opens with Miley and Jackson, like, having a breath-holding contest. And that alone was what told me that I had seen this episode before because I very clearly remember Miley winning and then going lungs of a singer, baby. And (laughs) I can't tell you how many times out of absolutely nowhere I have thought of Miley saying lungs of a singer, baby. It like, there's no reason for me to think of that. And yet I, I swear I have thought about that so many times over the years, (laughs) but that's how I knew I had seen this. But so Miley 
wins, which means that Mama is sleeping in Jackson's room. And there's kind of this like, what it's what I kind of thought the B plot was going to turn into, where like Jackson has to sleep on the couch and uh, yeah, he like can't like a sleep. Inessential detail that they just kind of added one scene to like let us know what the what the housing situation was in the Stewart household. Yeah, and so they also say they say later. Like, Jackson's trying to convince Mama that she should actually stay in Miley's room instead because Jackson's room is much further away from the bathroom than Miley's is. And that alone is a huge falsehood because <laughs> we, got, we got a whole episode about how Jackson and Miley have their own bathrooms and, like, Jackson has to use Miley's bathroom for, like, a week. Disney. This is what I'm saying. We've well established that this house has um, like a million bathrooms. So that's clearly not actually a problem. But <laughs> but anyway, uh, Mama's coming to town because Hannah won an international music award, which she says is like winning an Oscar. And I was like, well, no, an Oscar is like winning an Oscar. <laughs> music people can still win Oscars. Um, <laughs> what I got from the episode was that it was officially quote unquote the international music awards female artist of the year yes yes and so i was like so is this supposed to be like the equivalent of a grammy if it's that high up that you're comparing it to an oscar maybe maybe the brit awards i don't know i don't know Billboard. who knows (laughs) (laughs) an ama um (laughs) But so Mama enters, she is dressed like every white boomer woman you've ever seen oh my while gosh. like red, on a white trip. And blue, including her fire red spiked up Karen haircut. Just the worst shirt you've ever seen. It like we like get everything from TJ Maxx Home Goods. <laughs> oh my Or God. maybe once in a while Chico's. <laughs> Oh, definitely. She exudes like SoCal energy, but also I don't know if she flew in from the South. She flew in from Tennessee. There we go. (laughs) Her big statement piece necklaces with each outfit. And Mm -hmm. she did recycle those starfish earrings for the last first and last scene. So let's take note of that as well. So this becomes a bigger detail later, but they do mention at this point that Robbie Ray will be presenting Hannah the award at the show, which further cements that the entire world knows that Robbie Ray Stewart is Hannah Montana's father. That's what I was questioning, and it answered yeah. that for me. It truly, it's come up a lot, and I I really try to take the show at its word and give it the benefit of the doubt in situations. I really try to be like, okay, here are the reasons why people aren't figuring out the secret or whatever. The Robbie Ray of it all always breaks it. <laughs> like it, it always makes it so that it just doesn't work. And just the mustache I, and the fedora. Who is he? <laughs> well, and see, that's my other problem is that he wears that like he's doing a disguise, but he's still going by his real name. So there's no, no point to him putting on the mustache and the hat and all that. Because he's still using his own name and he's still saying, this girl is my daughter, exactly. but he's not living a double life. So it would be, it would be just so, so, so easy to, you know, like, like it's very easy to find records that are public online 
Like if you really cared enough or like you could go to like or City Hall or whatever and just see records. Easy. <laughs> it it just it's very it's very easy and I just it continues to it continues to break the entire Hannah Montana universe every time it comes up and it makes me very frustrated because I do try very hard <laughs> to find ways for this plot to work but like later they 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 show the awards show and he introduces Hannah Montana as his daughter and I'm like okay Think of every, like, parent-teacher meeting that Robbie Ray has gone to in his life. <laughs> All of those teachers are then going to be like, hey, wait a second. Huh. 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 If, if nothing else, they'll think that Hannah Montana and Miley Stewart are sisters. And that is the most generous <laughs> interpretation they could come up with. They would absolutely figure it out. And... All, think of all the people that Miley goes to school with who have met her dad. Like, it just... That's fair. I It drives I do, me up a wall. I do give it a slide because it's like the mid-2000s. Everyone has sidekicks and razors. <laughs> like, the iPhone and the age of, like, Instagram hasn't hit yet. So, like... I know. Celebrity news isn't in your face all the time. So, I'll give I them know, that I know. Grace, I just... But I'm I'm on the same page, girl. Yeah. My main thing is, like, they did have an episode where Miley, like, snaps and, like, tells a reporter that she's Hannah Montana. And then they have to basically, Mm. like, backtrack and be like, oh, no, my daughter's just crazy. She just thinks she's Hannah Montana. But that reporter could see this and see that this man is claiming that Hannah Montana is his daughter. And she met that man. She would then be like, hey, wait a second. And would she not get back on that case? If and she like, was a journalist, she would have dug. Let's be real. Right? <laughs> right. Okay, this is this is my whole point. And like I've said this like a thousand times. It just was so in our face this episode how publicly Robbie Ray was declaring that Hannah Montana was his daughter that I just I had to address it. And like we don't have to talk about it for the rest of the episode. I got oh, it no. out, but <laughs> Also, as an aside, he does mention when he's presenting the reward, like, oh, or, or the award, oh, I won this award some odd decades ago. Yeah, but 15 like, years ago. Is he presenting it because she's his daughter? Or, like, why is well, it some I think, other artist presenting it? I know. I think that they Someone asked him to do it because he's a former award winner and they know that... <sighs> See... If he just would stop saying that it was his daughter and just say that he was her manager. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like it would solve the whole problem, basically. <laughs> All, and I mean, sure, it could cause problems down the line because people, because Hannah Montana is incredibly famous in this one subsection of Southern California. But <laughs> so like her, Miley's friends could theoretically be like, oh my God, your dad manages Hannah Montana. Can I meet Hannah Montana? Like that could lead to interesting plots, exactly. but they wouldn't make the connection that she is Hannah Montana, which by saying he's her father, they would make that connection. They would. <laughs> does, whenever he's embodying the singer Robbie Ray, does he ever introduce himself as Robbie Ray Stewart? I don't think so, but I mean, how many people named Robbie Ray that look like that, <laughs> that have a daughter that age, are there really floating around that particular neighborhood? <laughs> that's that's my problem. <laughs> I have my cork board with the red string. I got it. Yes, everybody's got one after being on my <laughs> yeah. show. Everybody's everybody's in on it. Anyway, 
the plot of the episode. Uh, <laughs> Mayama has arrived and Miley, like, kind of low-key mentions that Aunt Dolly's also going to be going to the award show, which Mama's not happy about because she's not a big fan of Aunt Dolly. And we do get a very bizarre reason for them having this feud. However, I would say the root of the issue for Mama comes down to the fact that Dolly is comfortable in her own body. <laughs> exactly. Excuse me. Every time Mama reads Dolly, she is straight on slut and body shaming her. And I am not about that. always about calling her out for oh being a slut. Gosh. And they don't say I'm... slut, they say tramp. Yes, I was shook <laughs> that they were allowed to say, quote, trampy. I know later seasons, they got away with saying sexy like once or twice. But dang, Disney, you're, let, you're letting something slide. I really, because they've said trampy on the show like a few times before, which every time I'm like, people don't talk like that anymore. <laughs> Do you know what year it is? And like, even in 2007, 2008, people didn't say trampy anymore. <laughs> like, that's how, I mean, that's how an old woman talks. And, and several, <laughs> like, like Lily said trampy in like one episode. I was like, no 14 year old girl in 2007 was saying the word trampy. She just wasn't. <laughs> so like, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, I'm about at my lifetime limit with people saying the word trampy on this show. <laughs> because I mean, it's so out of place. People don't talk like that also, but people also don't dress like that also. What brought me back to the era of Hannah Montana and the 2010s was Miley's intro outfit. Like, <laughs> let me start with her long, thick, horse girl brown hair. Yeah. With waves that everyone wanted. Hell V-neck tee with a lacy cami underneath jeans too short to be capris but too long to be shorts and white flats like can you get any more middle school than that i <sighs> i mean how miley dressed as miley on this show is like very true to how most people i knew in middle school dressed same however i mean and even hannah's outfits to a degree it's when we get into, like, Lily's outfits when she's being Lola, where I'm like, no, we that's can't, not, we can't do that's this. That's not even camp. That's just costume, girl. That's just so far beyond the scope of reality. You um, always need a one-fingerless glove. I don't Always one-fingerless glove and, like, six belts. <laughs> uh, the random belts on every outfit. <laughs> But yeah, so Mama, yeah, it really just comes down to that she hates Dolly for like having had plastic surgery and for like, because the thing is, Dolly, as far as we know, she isn't even like slutty. She doesn't sleep around. She's happily married. Like exactly, and they're both and she's like, like in her sixties. Women, yes. Okay, even though. Mama does body shame her a lot. I did give her credit for her opening line about Dolly at two minutes and nine seconds. <laughs> she puts out this read. Let's quote back this tractor trailer up. You mean to tell me that this bottle blonde shrink wrapped five pounds of bologna in a three pound bag? That's a that. Like at that point, I stand, I. I was there for both of them, but as the episode went further, I was like, Mama, mm mm. Right. So, yeah, so Aunt Dolly's already there. She, like, comes out and she looks very cute in this, like, lime green bathrobe. Um, and and she they, like, trade barbs at each other. Yeah. 
Or did she? Yeah, because like she got there first and she gets the guest room. But Mama like complains so much about I'm blood relative. And but she mm-hmm. has to like stay in one of the kids rooms. My thought was just make Miley stay in her Hannah Montana closet. It's- yeah, just set up like an air mattress in there. There's plenty of space. That room. Let's be real. That her and Mal- Jackson could sleep in there. Their beachside Malibu house would have more than one guest room. <laughs> That's what I was just about to say because it already has so many bathrooms. Like there's no way that they didn't have like three guest rooms in addition to their own bedrooms. And also Miley's room is huge. Mm-hmm. She could sleep on the floor of her own room. For real. But anyway, after the intro, Miley and Lily are like doing their nails and Miley's filling Lily in on the source of Mama and Aunt Dolly's feud. And when I tell you I was shaken to my core <laughs> by what she tells her. Oh, girl. <laughs> so Mama apparently had like a summer boyfriend when they were in high school. It was when they were in high school, right? Like I didn't make that part up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was a high school love. I guess they're all the same age. I don't. They're not, though. Like, I looked it up. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Dolly stole the boyfriend away, like, with her looks. She, like, didn't really have to do anything. And I was like, this sounds an awful lot like the plot of the song Jolene by Dolly Parton, but okay. Hmm. And apparently, (laughs) apparently the boy that Dolly stole from Mama was Elvis Presley. (laughs) The king himself. And this is where I wrote in my notes, just how old are these women? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, and I looked it up, and Dolly Parton was born 11 years after Elvis was. And I'm not saying that that would have deterred Elvis, but it does make me question how and when they met him. Because, you know, knowing Elvis, he lived that entertainment life. Maybe one day he just decided to go back to high school just for the kicks. And (laughs) that's when he spotted first Mama and then Aunt Dolly. Yeah, I really, I really was floored by this because it's such, every once in a while, they'll just toss in these, like, it was less of a throwaway in this episode, but they will often toss in references to celebrities that they know on some level or used to work with or whatever. And every time I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) they said once. That, like, Celine Dion had been in Robbie Ray's, like, touring band as, like, a backup (laughs) singer. And then Robbie Ray told her to change her name from Celine Dionowitz to just Dion. (laughs) And that's what, like, set her on the path towards fame. And I was like, there are 20 reasons why that is absolutely false. (laughs) And 100%, he does not get the credit for her fame. Excuse me. But anyway, this thing with Elvis, I just was like, I mean, they they were all in the South. Sure. That checks out. Okay. 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 They weren't quite the right age, but Elvis did marry someone who was a lot younger than him. So, okay. But I just... My favorite detail that Mama added in was that she apparently gave Elvis the nickname The King from her and him playing checkers. And she would say, King me. Or was it him saying King me? He would say King all the time. And so she would call him The King. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, Because I'm like, are we meant to believe that this is pre-fame Elvis? Because he got famous 
pretty young, right? It was like his early 20s. So like, how young were they? Like, I just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Was he already a little famous? Because I don't know. But then also at the end of the episode, Mama says that they've been having this feud for 30 years. And I'm like, okay, it would have to have been a hell of a lot longer than 30 years. They did. They are not 40, 50. They did not just get out of they high are school a couple 60, of decades ago. They are like six, like early 60s in this. And also Elvis. And I think about this just for no reason all the time. I'm like, listen, because there's a conspiracy theory that Elvis faked his death, right? Mm-hmm. But I think even if he had faked his death, he would have died by now just anyway <laughs> from like his age and his hard life. Hey, you so- know what? We got Keith Richards still, still breathing and pulse going, so... You never I don't know. know. I mean, Elvis <laughs> was born in the 30s. He would be in his 90s and he would not <laughs> lead a healthy life. So I'm like, it was way more than a 30-year-long feud between these two women. But then I also get confused because we establish in this that Aunt Dolly is not a blood relative. She's not a member of the mm-hmm. Stewart family. So the thing yeah, is, she first- had to have been close enough friends with Robbie Ray to be his second child's godmother. But I feel like they grew up in the same neighborhood. She was like I, an aunt to Robbie Ray. Maybe they were neighbors. But here's the thing. If Mama and Dolly have been feuding since high school, that's since before Robbie Ray came along. How was Aunt Dolly knowing Robbie Ray Ooh. when she and his mom were like in this serious fight? That's a good point. So how did she even get close enough to this family? Like, was she really good friends with, like, maybe Mama's sister or, or something? Maybe, and like maybe her kid. I forgot. I don't know if she has kids. But maybe they were friends with Robbie Ray. So, like, family friends. Oh, no. It- and Mama just had to hold her tongue for those 30 years, quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really. Th- this is what I mean by it, like brought up more questions than it answered. Like, okay, great. Now I can check off. She's not actually a blood relative of these people. However, now I'm like, how did she even know these people? And then they also say later, or Dolly says later that she thinks that Miley got her sense of humor from watching Aunt Dolly perform on stage. But everything else that we've seen about Dolly has indicated that she lives a very normal, quiet, like, farm life. That's what life. I was wondering. Did, did she live the life of fame in the Hannah Montana universe like Robbie Ray? Well, that's that's my thing, because I kind of felt like we established when she was here the first time that, like, it's not Dolly Parton as herself. It's mm-hmm. just a woman named Dolly. Aunt Dolly. Who, who hung out with them and is close friends with them. And... But now she's mentioned that she had a singing career. And I'm like, so are you Dolly Parton? Because they ha- they've never said her last name. They've never said her connection to this family. And the real life Dolly Parton is Miley Cyrus's godmother. So, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Yes. It, that, that's why they had her on is that she's her actual Aunt Dolly. I love and that. And so I'm like, okay, now I'm rethinking. Because they said, that they like she like talked about her husband in the first episode she was on. And she clearly mm-hmm. lives like a farm life in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this, is it Dolly Parton who just like <laughs> retired early? Like, is, <laughs> did she like never open Dollywood? Like, is it an alternate Dolly Parton? Or oh is it God. again, 
just a woman named Dolly. <laughs> I was not aware. I looked into Dolly Parton. I was not aware of the Dollywood franchise with you the weren't? theme park, the resort and spa, the water park, etc. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Um, from articles just published today, she was named Forbes 2021 list of richest self-made women with a net worth yes. at. $350 million. Yeah, yeah. She she is, like, literally self-made, too. She, like, didn't get some loan from a rich family member. She, I like, grew her. up, like, sharing a one-room house with her, like, seven siblings. Like, and it she, was very much... She's so like, charitable, too. Yeah. Like, I haven't read too much into it, but I always see memes about her giving to organizations. Well, and... she partially funded one of the vaccines. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She is a gem. Getting back to their feud, because we, we've like barely touched this thing. Um, their, their feud is still about Elvis. And I was like, both of these women are happily married. And this woman who's mad they, about this exactly is hanging out with her like grandchildren who she never would have had if she'd been with Elvis. So why is she so pressed about this? Like 50 exactly. years later, with their feud I just... And- with knowing about their feud, like near the end of the episode after, well, I mean, we'll get to it, but after they have their fight at the award show behind the stage, <laughs> Miley mentions, oh, I thought it would be perfect to have both of both of them here together. And it's like, wait, they've been feuding for years beyond when you were born. Why would you think this is the perfect time for them to come together and to have this wonderful household for your award? I guess she just thought the logic. that their love for her would bring them together or something. I don't know. But as a pop star. <laughs> but also in this scene, um, Mama enters and she like uses some slang. And I, again, wrote in my notes, I was like, I think I have just about reached my lifetime oh, limit no. of the bit say? of old people saying freaky freaky fresh it oh. was it wasn't funny then it's not funny now i have reached my like absolute cap on how many times i can hear some older person on hannah montana say freaky freaky fresh <laughs> i groaned along with the laugh track i was it, it's so bad um again but then, ultimate karen <laughs> yeah, seriously but um Miley, like, shows Mama her, like, options for her nails and is like, should I go sparkly or non-sparkly? And Mama's like, go non-sparkly because sparkly is kind of trampy. And, and then, then Dolly, Dolly enters. walks in. <laughs> Look at my nails, girls. I got so sparkly. Award show. Sparkly. <laughs> and Mama's like, exhibit A. And I'm like, geez, you are so hard on this woman. Again, body shaming. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I ugh. and especially when you take into consideration that like every episode just about was like written by some man. <laughs> like I'm just like a white man. Oh. <laughs> Stop teaching girls to feel insecure about themselves. <laughs> this is the patriarchy and you're watching Disney Channel. Seriously. But yeah, and then that's at the point where Mama says that she gave uh Elvis the nickname the king. And right. and also where Mama like rubs it in that uh, she's a blood relative and they're a blood relation and she's her grandmother, not just a godmother. 
And Mamosh is like, I'm going to pick out something special for you to wear to the award show, Miley. And then she leaves. And Dolly's like, don't worry, I'll take you shopping later to get you something you actually want to be seen in. And I was like, yeah, team Dolly on this one. (laughs) Okay, but team, like, reality, wouldn't Hannah Montana, at the fame she's at, wouldn't she have a team to pick out her outfit for PR and all that? You know, you would think so. However, it really seems like literally every job in Hannah Montana's team is just done by Robbie Ray, but because he's stretched so thin, he does all of them really poorly. <laughs> like, I just really... You know what? No, and no, I, no, no. He is not stretched that thin. He has one job to take care of his daughter and to take care of Hannah Montana yeah. and to coddle his ego of being a washed up country star. <laughs> he he can handle it maybe he doesn't have the fashion sense but he can handle that well i am i am on a crusade for robbie ray to delegate more because he keeps letting his personal feelings get in the way of his daughter's career really which really pre- bothers me <laughs> he was not present that much in this episode i well we can get into it i got kind of mad at him towards the end but um oh me too i I put that in my notes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we then see Miley uh, trying on this like cute green sequin dress, which uh, Dolly got her. Is it her. cute? I mean. I might fight you on that. <laughs> I mean, is it cuter than the dress she ends up wearing? Okay. I actually love the dress she ends up wearing. I put in my notes that I love the silhouette. Maybe not the ruffles at the bottom, but I love I, the I'll silhouette. Say, I like the dress. I don't like the pattern on it. If it had been just like one color, I think it would have looked really pretty. Because she think, is styled very nice. And her hair so pulled back is really slim. nice. I think it might be Instagram and the Y2K fashion getting back in style getting to me. But I was kind yeah. of on board for that pattern. And I, like I the didn't sparkle hate it. bust rhinestones lining her bosom. <laughs> no, I loved that part. That was great. <laughs> but so anyway, the <laughs> comparatively, the green sequin dress that Dolly got her is not that bad. I mean, not oh, yes. to her dress later, but to other things that she wears. And then when you contrast it, when she brings out this oh big old bright. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. I wrote in my notes, clamshell-esque. Yeah, so Mama got her, (laughs) and I wrote in my notes, a truly massive blue hat that lights up when Miley claps. I Imagine wearing that to an award show. It would just be turning on and off all night. You know, in this, that's fair. (laughs) They didn't think that through. Mama did not think that through. You know she hardwired that in her house to add to it. I she's think- like oh i just know what'll be perfect for it if it lights up <laughs> if with the a clapper universe is in the same universe as the lizzie mcguire universe i think that the same designer who designed all of the outfits that lizzie tries on in rome you know for for that <laughs> yes. show, yes. same designer <laughs> How old is Jackson supposed to be in this series? I know J- Jason Earls is like he was like in his thirties. Yeah. yeah, but how um, old is he? He seems like from him sleeping on the couch. I got the vibe that he is a washed up, maybe going to community college student. No, he's very much supposed to be in high school. Oh, <laughs> I think so. Miley's a freshman in high school this season. 
Jackson is either a junior or a senior. I think he's probably a senior, but I'm not. Don't oh quote gosh. me on that. He might be a junior. He definitely got held back. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he had to transfer from his Tennessee school, maybe things didn't line up right and he was a year behind or something. He didn't get the but... credits. He had to retake, yeah. he had to retake family health. <laughs> yeah. So Miley and Lily get the idea. And it's actually pretty funny when it happens. Miley's like, wait a second. I've got an idea. Wait a second. And then her hat lights up. And she's like, I've got an idea. <laughs> Okay, I did love that. Um, I know, it was good. <laughs> um, but so she and Lily get this idea that they need to, like, show Mama and Aunt Dolly how ridiculous they look to outsiders. So Robbie and Mama are, like, playing Battleship in the kitchen, and she's, like, flat out destroying him at it. And Dolly comes in and, like, covertly helps Robbie Ray cheat. <laughs> but then they start bickering, of course. And Miley and Lily enter dressed as Dolly and Mama, respectively. <laughs> And I was like, they must have gotten these wigs from their actual like suitcases because and they the outfit. Miley literally wearing the outfit that Dolly wears after the green robe that Dolly wears yeah. later in the day. Did she just go into her room and just take it? I think she did because they even admit that like they both wear wigs, which is true. I mean, we find that out later in the during the yeah. quote Granny Smackdown. <laughs> yeah. So I think that these are their, like, actual uh, clothes and wigs. And they, like, are bickering, you know, very largely. And then Jackson enters as Elvis, which he had worn in a previous episode. And I'm like, they just need to get more mileage out of this costume that they splurged on for Jackson. Oh, my. Has he worn it in a previous episode? Yeah, he wore it in... um, in uh, the episode with the reporter, actually, in season one. Uh, that was, like, part of how they convinced the reporter that, that the whole family was crazy. I feel like Miley and Lillian Jackson coming out and doing this performative, like, passive-aggressive way to get them to, like, to get Mama and Dolly to wave the white flag is kind of reminiscent of, of Miley coming out as fake Hannah and, like, performing for the journalists. Yes, very much. It's very... It's very that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I was just like, they just need to get more mileage out of this Elvis costume. I wonder, I almost wondered if they made it Elvis specifically because they knew that they already had a costume. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they they do a little skit where Elvis is like, I, you know, never really cared about any of you anyway, so why are you still fighting over me? And they like Aww. do a little skit about how they should just appreciate the families that they ended up with instead of arguing over this man who never was that I mean, into them. That's totally valid and mature. Go them for like saying that as high schoolers. It really is. I was like, yeah, that's the point I made, you know? Um, <laughs> and Dolly kind of goes for it and is like, you know, Ruthie, you and me, we, we should make amends, but Mama like does not fight. Mama gets <laughs> she... ready with the crane kick, but Dolly was ready to sweep that leg. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I, I am so team Dolly on this that like, I can't even, I can't even like entertain because Miley really says that like, they're both really bad. And I'm like, okay, but one of them only engages when her character is being attacked, you know, like Dolly never makes the first barb. Like Dolly tries to play nice. She does play on the same level, but Mama is always instigating. She's always instigating it. And that's even what happens again later. And and so, yeah, Miley's like, okay, I'm done with both of you. If this is how you're going to act, 
I don't even want you to come to the awards show. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I okay, I get it. But also Dolly like was into your little skit. She was like ready to bury the hatchet. <laughs> it was Mama who was having problems. If anything, I wish that they had like singled out the like actually Aunt Dolly seems to be serious about taking Miley's feelings into account. Right? And like they should have like used that to snap my mom out of it to be like, you're behaving like a child. <laughs> yeah, rewatching the plot. I mean, of course it's Disney and it's Hannah Montana back in the day. There's so many things they could have just added one line in or like one scene in that is to deepen the plot and the character the t- characterization. You just summed up my biggest qualm with Hannah Montana as a show, <laughs> as a whole. I say that constantly. I'm like, if they had just done this one little thing to give us a little bit more, it would have been so much better. But they always take the lazy route. <laughs> always. <laughs> but you know what? We ate it up as 10-year-olds. It's all good. That's true. You know, Can to you- the non-critical eye, <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Coming <laughs> but- back, whatever, a decade later, I'm still into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still very entertaining. But... um. Miley's down in the Hannah closet, which honestly, it looks like it's gotten an upgrade since like the last time we saw it on the show. Like it seems was the last time the pilot, bigger or was it? Later oh no, we've seen it several more. times okay. since then. But I don't know. It just it just seemed bigger to me this time. Maybe it was had like less of like the ugly purses and shoes. Like it seemed like it had like more of her awards yes. down there. You know. Oh, and- as a plant person, I did note that there is a big fake monstera in the background. <laughs> they have the money. Let's put a skylight in there. Let's get some real plants. Let's get the oxygen <laughs> flowing. Those clothes need to breathe too. I have always been curious about this Hannah closet that like clearly has mechanisms in it that like had to be custom. And so I'm like, what contractor did they make sign an NDA <gasps> right? to and put that thing in there? I feel it's also on the ground level. So where in the schematics of the house where actually is it i I feel like it should have been like a deep basement like i've kind of always assumed it is in the basement but like we we never see like a downstairs closet in the in the pilot and then behind her that's right they open it up that's right that is what they do so it must be upstairs i'm so I need to see the blueprints <laughs> of the Stewart house. It's it's driving me crazy. Inconsistencies. Come on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Dolly and like Mama come to the Hannah closet and are like, mm-hmm. we'll try and be nice. <laughs> and and in my notes, I even wrote, it really seems like Mama's single problem with Dolly is that she's slutty. Um, it just <laughs> literally everything that she says to her is a dig on her appearance like it's exactly. and like how loose she is it's so oh rude goodness. like dolly doesn't have any problems with mama except for the fact that she's mean exactly. <laughs> like if mama would just stop being mean they would be friends it'd be fine oh my gosh again she has a family she has a loving son a loving granddaughter a loving grandson get over it yeah seriously he's dead elvis is dead he's been dead for like a long ass time <laughs> He died in the, like, 70s, guys. (laughs) Quote, 30 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, give me a break. Maybe the feud only actually ignited after his death. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Fighting over his grave at the funeral. They were not invited to Elvis' funeral. (laughs) Are you crazy? I mean, Okay, maybe if Dolly Parton... Maybe if Aunt Dolly actually was Dolly Parton and was famous at the time, maybe she could have gone. 
But I feel like Dolly would have been invited. I don't know. But I mean, whatever. Um, <laughs> <then> so, <laughs> Miley sees that Mama, she, she's like, you guys are really trying. And I'm like, Mama's the only one that needs to try at anything here. And Mama is like, barely trying. I would like to say that. Like, like she has to like, don't even give swallow her the she's, insults. The, the words are going in one ear and out the other and going like, she clearly is just saying this to get her invitation back. Exactly. Like she clearly doesn't actually That's what give I a got shit. From that conversation. They're just kind of performing that just to give Miley slash Hannah the peace of mind. Yeah. So then the next scene of the A plot is at the award show. They're backstage. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And I put in my notes, Hannah looks really cute, even though the dress is pretty dated. (laughs) No, I put in my notes. I actually love the silhouette of Hannah's dress. She looks fine. Again, my only problem with it is like the the like color combination the pattern like that's it like I do think it's a nice dress I'll fight you (laughs) (laughs) but I also wrote that Mama's wig in this scene is a lot oh I didn't even look at her wig I was too focused on her shoulder pad blazer and the fact that they are wearing I mean they mention it that they're wearing um two different shades of the same family of like loud pink yeah they're both wearing very loud pink outfits um i mean mama's wig i mean it's just her same wig except it's just like two times bigger like it's <laughs> it's just really big full of secrets and slut shaming <laughs> mama's wearing a pink suit and dolly's wearing like a pink sparkly dress i do love the consistency that dolly is wearing sparkles which mama clocks her on earlier in the episode and mama for being trampy <laughs> exactly and mama's wearing like a bootleg Jackie O-esque, like, combination. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, if Jackie O, like, got really old and really fat, that's what she'd wear. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I didn't like either of their outfits, but Dolly does. Dolly's was better, though. Definitely. Definitely. Mama, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so Robbie Ray is, like, out on stage to, like, announce the award, and he says that he won Artist of the Year 15 years ago. And I'm like, so the year Miley was born? Like, Jackson was already alive by that point. Like, Yeah, when did he give up his career? Yeah, and I mean, uh, it just... (laughs) Are there inconsistencies with that? Have they gone over when he actually stopped his... They stopped... Or when he stopped his line in the limelight? I don't know if they've said specifically, but but he definitely stopped his music career so that he could focus on raising his kids. And I don't know if that has anything to do with when his wife died or what, but but for him to be like, I won this 15 years ago, I'm like, okay, so people know. Like, it would have been reported. Like, it would have been in, like, People Magazine or Robbie whatever. Ray that Robbie done. Ray welcomed a new daughter, exactly. Miley. Front page you know. of People Magazine. They, they would have said that he just gave, like, like, his wife just had a daughter. They would have printed that. And they would have probably said the name because privacy wasn't as much of a concern back then. And it's like, okay, <laughs> so everybody saw in print, theoretically, that you had a daughter named Miley. And now you're introducing this girl with a different name hmm. 
as your daughter age. who's the same exact age. I'm just like, it's, this is why I lose my shit over this because it's so dumb and they didn't need to do this. They right. like burned to their own bridge. It drives me crazy. They really um, didn't need to point, like put in that she is his daughter. And then it also just parallels to the real life experience of them being a daughter-father duo filming this show and having to act together and how that didn't turn out well for their relationship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It it drives me a little bit batty every time that they do this to me. But, But Miley... Mama says that Miley gets her sense of humor from uh, her side of the family, while Dolly's like, oh, I think she got it from watching me on stage. And I was like, okay, so Dolly in the HMU was at some point a singer. The HMU, Hannah Montana Universe? Yes. Hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... But yeah, so Miley goes on stage and like accepts it. And then Mama's just backstage, just making dig after dig at Dolly about how much of a slut she is. And the thing is, they walk up closer to the stage and then begin to fight. Like, maybe. Well, and also, (laughs) the Mama like backs Dolly into some like control table. Oh, I did. And I'm like, yeah, this control table that controls the lights and stuff is just going to be sitting backstage unattended while the awards show is happening. Okay. Yeah, sure. There's no stage manager taking care of that. (laughs) And as they get further into their argument, it becomes physical. My question is, aren't there stagehands to handle this? Where is the security? Why is there nobody working the backstage of this awards show for something that's like the equivalent of the Grammys? And she is the female artist of the year. What are the precautions, people? Seriously. And then, I mean, my other question is, because we see like Jackson and Lily watching this from the Stewart house. And I'm like... I why are they weren't they invited. at the awards show? Exactly. Yeah, like, why isn't her brother and her closest friend, why aren't they there? <laughs> Quote, Lily, this is be- this is way better. Your family is way better than Cable. Yeah, so in, like, Dolly getting backed against the control table, she, like, nudges all these, like, sliders and buttons and stuff, which, like, that's so, so bad. But it, like, I guess slightly changes the lighting on stage because they start fighting and you can just see the silhouettes of them <laughs> fighting from where Hannah's on stage. And it's so clearly stunt performers and or dummies in certain scenes because there's For one sure. point where one of the women picks up the other one and, like, swings her around in the <laughs> air. I love that Lily comes in after, like, popping the popcorn, and she's like, Jackson, you turned on wrestling. I'm trying to watch Miley. And he's like, this is the award show, girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, and they are full-out brawling. And I'm just like, God, if that was me, I would never, ever forgive these people for ruining such an important night for me over something so so inconsequential that like literally does not matter to anyone living or dead like it does not matter and like mama's only beef is that aunt dolly dresses like she's comfortable with herself and and that she's gotten plastic surgery but like like, she has grandkids like it does not matter and she's ruining her (laughs) granddaughter's huge huge achievement like it's so it's so hurtful Considering that, with Hannah being a public figure and a pop star, I 
put in my notes that she handled accepting the award with that going on in the background very gracefully. Like she makes yeah, all jokes. things considered. She's, she's a little sarcastic. I think it was pretty good PR, in my opinion. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to think less of Hannah because of it. For However, sure. it just is so rude. And, like, it's a televised event. It's, I mean, she said at the beginning that it's like winning an Oscar. So, like, I mean, it's clearly a very big deal. I just, and anyway, they get home after, and they see that, well, during the award show, they, like, rip each other's wigs off. Or Miley actually rips their wigs oh, off. yes. And I then wrote, carries them back out on stage. Snatched. I forgot, <laughs> if it, was it Mama or Dolly who wig snatched first? I don't know, because I... I, the image I'm actually remembering, and I could be remembering it wrong, is that because Miley goes off stage for a little bit before like coming back out to finish her speech, which I'm like, number one, whoever's like producing this would cut to commercial. But <laughs> um, but she goes back there and you see her silhouette go over to Mamma and Aunt Dolly and she like rips both of their wigs off. Like one I think the chance. wig snatch happened before Miley goes back and joins the Yes, because when she gets back on stage, she has a wig in each hand and is, like, trying to, like, gesture to the award, but it's just (gasps) a wig. this award. Oh, I mean, this award. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I'd like to note that before she goes back, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it's the first time in this episode, she says sweet niblets. Yes. Yeah, somebody says sweet niblets for sure. One time in this whole episode. It's usually just once or twice. If it happens. My childhood memory remembers it every other word. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's, you know, Sweet Niblets and Dang Flabbit and Jackson's got his whole slew of way of saying things. (laughs) Also, why does it... I think you've mentioned it in previous episodes, but why is Jackson the only one with a slight Southern accent? No, yeah. I... (sighs) I have no idea. I think it's him trying to like be a good actor and like maybe do a low-key Billy Ray Cyrus impression. I think that's <laughs> probably what it is. I but I I honestly did not even clock that that wasn't his normal way of speaking until Rick was like, he's clearly doing a voice. And I was like, what? And it was just because oh, I had yeah. only ever seen him on this show doing that child, voice. I just I was assumed like, oh, that was how he, he talks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I always assumed that until Rick was like, no, babe. And he like pulled up a video of of that actor on a different show talking without an accent. And I was like, holy shit. Oh my God, what even has he been in other than Hannah Montana? Other Disney stuff. Really? Yeah, he's like still on Disney Channel shows to this day, I think. No, he is not. Yeah. What is I mean, he he's not playing a kid, but. Is he a father on like the high school musical TV show? Oh my god, I would love that. I don't think so, but <laughs> I think he does like guest appearances and stuff. <laughs> but in any case, they get back to the house after the award show. Miley is rightfully furious. Mm-hmm. And Mama and Dolly keep claiming to be sorry, but like not very convincingly. Mm-mm. They like clearly don't seem to realize the they're scope not, of what they've they done. They're not empathizing at all. They're still just feuding with each other. They're terrible. They're- and she basically so tells them to leave. And then Robbie Ray like goes down to talk to Miley in the Hannah closet. 
And Robbie Ray, for starters, he says that they dislocated his shoulder while they were fighting. Yeah, I remember he got into the scuffle too. And before we get into like the Robbie Ray, Miley, father-daughter, sit-down, (laughs) heart-to-heart, can I mention why is Robbie Ray's shirt buttoned so low? Like, Because he's a cool dad. (laughs) They buttoned it so low, but they added the loosened tie, like, you know, just to cover his chest a little, you know, because. I mean, you know, I don't care for that. I I clearly don't. I clearly am not into it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he had to talk with Miley and like in my notes from what I got from it, he literally didn't do anything and said, follow your heart. Yeah, so. He's like, I totally understand if you never want to speak to them again. What they did was really, really bad. Um, But then he kind of tries to do like reverse psychology on her and be like, you have every right to be as bad to them as they are to each other. And I'm like, man, (laughs) man, now is not the time to come in saying, go forgive these women. They have not shown that they are worthy of being forgiven yet. Honestly, he kind of guilt trips her. I know. And like, I... I'm like, okay, by all means, she should, you know, make amends with these people that are her family at mm-hmm. some point. But, of but she doesn't need mad. to do that now. Let her have time to be mad. They just ruined a really, really, really important night in her career and yes. in her entire life so far. And he just, like, kind of guilts her for being mad at them when exactly. she has every right to be mad. And a that. Like on top of being on top of the situation of her being a pop star in this big award she's accepting, she's a teenager. She's gonna yeah. be mad. She's gonna be angsty. And, and I mean, it's like, a really gotta, bad example. He, I, yeah. you know what a scene I would have loved for him to go to Mama and Dolly and be really mad at them and chew them out because later it becomes Miley's responsibility. Yeah. Miley kind of ends their feud. It should have been Robbie Ray doing that. He's the adult. Exactly. Like I mentioned earlier. Advocate for your child. He is like not present in this episode as a father and as a character. He's just kind of like an aside. And I just didn't like that. Yeah. It really frustrated me that he didn't take a stand for Miley's feelings. And also, he's her manager. Like, He's her that, that could have been really bad for her career. <gasps> True. And, like, he doesn't seem to give a shit. This is why I say he's a bad manager and needs to hire somebody Gee. else. Because he constantly lets his personal feelings get in the way of good career decisions for his client. And it bothers me so much. And it bothers me here that he, like, again, puts all of the weight of resolving this decades-long interpersonal conflict onto his high school freshman daughter... Who just had a terrible, terrible night instead of him stepping up and saying, this is my mother and she just behaved really shitty to my child. Like, it it really bothers me how he picks and chooses when to advocate for Miley um, because it, it should have been on him in this. But anyway, in this episode, there's only a little bit left. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I even wrote, like, fuck this in my notes. <laughs> um, she shouldn't just forgive them simply to be the bigger person, especially because they have made – their apologies have been so weak. They clearly so are just weak. trying to put the a bandit on the situation. The true apology of this episode is the morning after, the second to last scene of the whole season episode when Miley comes to make amends with Mama and Dolly. She she 
way more mature than either of them in this whole episode, making amends to them. It was so sweet and like, I think selfless of her, like she had to put her feelings aside and apologize. (laughs) Well, well, I was just going to say that I feel like if either of these women felt truly guilty about it, they would have, you know, like at least one of them would have gone to the Hannah closet and been like, hey, the can Hannah talk? closet. You know, because that's where she was, you know, or like gone to her room or whatever. Like I I just it just felt very uh hollow for They're me. So but, in and hollow, yes. I agree completely. But yeah, so it ends with Miley talking to them. She says she's really mad at them, but it doesn't mean that she'll never forgive them because she doesn't want to lose them. And I she's seen that what really that's like. Her, honestly. Yeah, and she knows that these important women in her life wouldn't want her to act that way. And that's kind of the thing that finally gets through to Mama and Dolly. Turn that mirror around, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but so but then Mama and Dolly, the way that they put this was so frustrating to me. Cause I'm like, you couldn't have had this realization two days earlier. But they both are like, sure. we're really tired of being mean to each other. This has been going on for too long. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> I mean, same. In my notes, I wrote, Mama and Aunt Dolly make performative amends, question mark. Yeah. Like, it, but then, it was a very, what you said, it, it still felt very hollow for them trying yeah. to, like, make up at the end. I mean, who knows if their actual relationship continued to be good after that point or not. Yeah, I think maybe it was more like, the they'll series. be nice. I don't think they show up together again mm-hmm. um, if they show up, but... I mean, I think it's more that, like, they will agree to be nice to each other, like, when they're around family, I guess. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they all hug. And then the end of the episode is Robbie Ray's playing guitar (laughs) and they all sing True Friend. I love it. Before this scene, he's, like, he, like, leaves the house, like, I'm going to put your bags in the car. Like, they're ready to leave. And then, okay, I guess guess Mama and Aunt Dolly... Uh, make up so you know what let's have a jam sesh let's sing some Hannah Montana jams yeah (laughs) I was I was there for the harmonies though yeah (laughs) Dolly sounded great oh I love it she outshined Mama so hard like Mama's just kind of I she was singing really loud she was like singing louder than Miley (laughs) she was singing louder and they gave her like a drumstick and a binder to keep the beat Oh my gosh. Do you want to talk very briefly about this B-plot? The B-plot. Let's go. The two-scene B-plot. The tight two. (laughs) So Rico is shooting a public access commercial for the Surf Shack, and Oliver is filming it. And they do Do this very funny bit where... Do they uh, they announce that it's a public access? Like They do. They say it's a public access commercial. Okay. That's Even though Rico is the son of a billionaire, he could just afford a normal commercial, also, but whatever. You probably mentioned it in in past podcasts, but why is Rico in charge of this beach shack, snack shack? Like, in reality, let's be real, they would serve cocktails. Like, does he have a liquor license? This kid is a, he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, he's he's also younger than, like, all of the other child characters on this show. So my understanding of it is that Rico's dad is a billionaire and he like wanted Rico to like have something to do basically. Uh that's that's my understanding of it. 
Well, Rico also has a photographic memory, so school is incredibly easy for him. And he was—he <gasps> oh actually god. was able to skip several grades to join Miley and Lily's so class at high school. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so, so he doesn't really need to take very much time on studying for school. Uh, so I think it's just to give him something to do and maybe get him out of their hair. But but also, I mean, the fact that his dad is a billionaire basically means that any inconsistency that comes up, we can just say, yeah, but his dad's a billionaire to it. Because <laughs> sure, it would be against the law and labor laws and liquor license and whatever the hell else, food handlers permit, all of that totally possible. However, his dad is a billionaire. <laughs> I love that. Like they- he can just like pay <laughs> off people. <laughs> I love that. And in this B plot, we see that Rico is surprised. He's camera shy, so he's not good at <laughs> filming this commercial. So they got to get a line of kids. I don't know where they got them. The beach, the street, who knows? I I really <laughs> like how every time, so it's like a bit. Rico's like ready to shoot the commercial. He like has a script and he's like smiling really big. And then the second Oliver says <laughs> action, his smile drops and he just goes into a monotone. And he's like, hey, yo, I'm Rico. Come down to my shack. We <laughs> just like, we so here. Um, snacks. <laughs> I remembered the hey, yo, I'm Rico thing very well from back in the day. Um, <laughs> But they're, but yeah, so they do that a couple times and Oliver's like, we need a better Rico. And there's like a line of young boys all standing in a row and they're all like pumping their arms like this and going, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Where did the Oompa Loompas come from? It made me laugh out loud. (laughs) I love the fact too that Rico's brother in the Hannah Montana universe is his real brother Moises Moises Arias's real brother yes yes thank you for bringing that up because I would have forgotten to mention that um so yeah they got a new Rico for the ad and it is just they they say that he's Rico's brother and uh his eyebrows looked really fake to me I wondered if they were fake eyebrows just to try and make them look more similar and I also wouldn't rule out that that was a wig on him because I don't I mean I doubt that he and his brother in real life are like identical, but, but Rico's like, no, we can't have this kid. And they get like a jacked muscle guy. They just and- grabbed him from Muscle Beach. I don't, Venice is way down the way, but they just grabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> and Rico goes, now that's a Rico. And I was like, and then Oliver's like, in what world? <laughs> and then they have this like jacked guy do the Rico lines, but it turns out he has like a Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm Rico. Rico Shack. We got the And so they end up just dubbing the muscle guy with Rico's real voice. And that's it. That's the whole thing. I loved, okay, I wrote in my notes that I loved when Rico's, like, after they filmed that, Rico's like, yeah, we got it. Like, Moises standing next to that tall guy was like, like buff man Tariko is like Shaq to Simone Biles. Like no seriously, that, that regular sized dude make made Rico look like he was two feet tall. I mean, he already looks super short next to everybody else, but like he makes Jackson look tall. And Jackson, they he's make short. jokes about how he's short, you know. So it it was really funny, even though it just was like so inconsequential there was absolutely no overlap between this or the a plot like it was it was just its own little thing to like fill for time right um i honestly when the episode started and once we got a little bit into the plot i was like 
oh, I kind of don't think they're going to have a B-plot. Like, this <laughs> seems like it's going to take up no. all the episode. And if if there was going to be a B-plot, I thought it was going to be Jackson not being able to sleep. A Disney but show no. without a B-plot? <laughs> what are you talking about, Elise? <laughs> well, every once in a while, they'll have just no B-plot. But it's, I feel it's like extremely that's where, rare. Like, season finales or the serious two-part episodes. <laughs> Well, even then, in the most recent two-part episode, which was Aki Jakey Heart, they had Cheese Jerky as the B-plot. An incredibly iconic B-plot. <laughs> okay, that is fair. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that. But, I mean, <laughs> you should. Um, so that's the episode. <laughs> that is the episode of Hannah Montana, season two, episode 12. I will always loathe you. Episode 20. 12, 20. Oh, cut, <laughs> cut. <laughs> no. Was there anything that we didn't talk about that you need to address uh, for the folks at home? I think we covered everything I wanted to cover. We got pretty in depth. The only thing I, I guess I, I don't know. You can cut it out if you want, but <laughs> in research before I watched the episode, I checked out the Hannah Montana wiki and. Oh, it is the wild west over there. <laughs> <laughs> like it might as well be called Hannah Montana wiki.blogspot.com. Like seriously, every, every episode summary looks like it, it's just a tangent that was like a nine-year-old telling their parents what they did before dinner. That's also what the IMDb summaries for the episodes are like. It's clearly all written by nine-year-olds who are just like, this is what Hannah does. <laughs> but also the Hannah Montana wiki has details that I'm pretty sure do not come up on the show. Like we were looking up um, Miley Stewart's mom and they never say her name on the show as far as I can tell, but we learned that her that her name was Susan Stewart and that her maiden name before she married Robbie Ray was Shields, which is just Brooke Shields because she's played by Brooke Shields. Oh, God. <laughs> and they also that. had her day of death, uh, which, like, uh, how on earth would they have? Did it? Wait, did they ever... I'm guessing they like said she was sick or something. Did they say what? She I don't think died they of? ever say what she died of. I think we're meant to believe it's an illness, and but I don't think they actually get into it. <laughs> but yeah, anything else? That just about covers it. Thank you for having me on for your pumping up the podcast, Elise. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for doing this. I'm so glad. I've, I've wanted to have you on since I started this show. So late season two, oh. we finally did it halfway through. But uh, but yes, I want to have you back. Yes. Any Let me know if the times. ratings are good. I'll come back. <laughs> if, if the public likes me, I'll come back. <laughs> well, you, you can come back even if they don't. If but they don't I'm like sure me, that I'll they come will. back. <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much to all of you for tuning into today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. Oh, I forgot. Anya, do you want to let people know um, about your Instagram account? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Most of my social media is, like, private because I'm the kind of person who likes to, like, diary their social media. Like, not too personal, but, you know. But... Mm -hmm. If you want Instagram at houseplants, I may or may not accept you. Who knows? If you're if you're a friend of Elise's, hit me up. DM me. <laughs> let me know. We probably have met in years past. 
But yeah, it's entirely possible. <laughs> Maybe and one day I'll you, go public. So most of my guests on this show are people I went to college with like the first time around. And mm-hmm. I always forget that you went to the same school as me for like a year. Oh my God, we did. I forgot. <laughs> we always forget that because you transferred like after your out. first year. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was there a lot longer than you though. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's, it's possible LinkedIn. you actually have met some of my college friends. <laughs> Cut out that I put it on my LinkedIn. Because <laughs> you're going to say my last name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Uh, I straight up forgot we both went to Puget Sound. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, because so many of my guests also went there, we do talk about it a fair amount on the show. And oh we, t- God, we talk about, like, professors we had. Hmm? Did I ever meet any of them? I don't know. I mean, I also ran with like a different circle the first part of my sophomore yeah, year before remember, they all got yeah. kind of bad. Yeah, I remember they weren't good to you. Should we should we stop recording? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me do the edge. Oh, um, I'll be quiet. I'll, I'll put myself on mute. Ooh, oh, yeah. Oh. Anyway, thanks to all of you for tuning in today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I hope you'll join us next week where we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 21 of Hannah Montana. It's called Bye Bye Ball. And I watched it earlier today, and I really liked it. Joey Fatone's in it. Tune in. Bye. <laughs> well, I still have to tell them where to find me. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to cut this at all. Oh, um, no. If you would like to find us online, we're on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod and Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Lovely Lisey, Instagram at Actor Elise. Thanks again so much for joining us. I hope you'll join us next week. And until next time, keep on pumping up the party. <laughs>